There is a rhythm. Light has a rhythm. Man, that's that's a bar right there. Light has a rhythm. That is a bar. I was like, dang, I should write that down somewhere. But yeah. <laughs> Man, you want to go deeper? Because I, I, I like that. I like where we're at with the light. Light is a rhythm. Light has a rhythm. I don't know. That just came, because light is a rhythm, right? You know, of candlelight, the way it moves, fire, the way it moves, um, you know, sound waves. You know, sometimes you see like they, sh- like they, you know, when you see them and they show them on TV, like they see, like they show the dark pitch and then the white moving. It has yeah. a rhythm. Light, you know, the Lord spoke into the world and it was created. Sound has a rhythm. So if you spoke light, light has the rhythm of like God's breath, you know, um, there's because there's movement. Anything that has movement has a rhythm. So um, when you love, what's the rhythm? What's the frequency that you're loving in when you're speaking truth? What's the frequency of that truth when you're showing grace? What's the frequency of the of grace? Sometimes it has to be a little bit quicker instead of. to welcome you to episode 56 of Saturday Conversation. If you're watching on YouTube, do me a solid, hit the like button, subscribe to the channel, and hit the notification bell so you don't miss a video. And if you listen on Spotify and Apple Podcasts, please do me a favor, hit the follow button and rate this podcast five stars. With that being said, happy Saturday. I can't wait for y'all to hear the conversation I had with Maki about being the light. So without further ado, please help me welcome to the conversation, Maki Camacho. Maki, what's up? What's up? I'm so so happy to have you on the conversation. But before we get into our topic today, do you mind introducing yourself to people who don't know you? Yeah, uh, for sure. So I'm Maki. Maria Camila, but everybody knows me as Maki. So, yeah, uh, born and raised in Colombia, Bogota, Colombia. Uh, now I'm here in Chicago. I've moved quite, you know, quite a lot. Uh, used to live in Houston, Oakland, Massachusetts. Now I'm here. So I love Chi-Town. And, yeah, that's it. That's it. That's That's me. <laughs> How long have you been in Chicago? Three years. Well, hold up. Yeah, three. Because I moved from Massachusetts to Chicago, then moved to Oakland, Cali, and then came back to Chicago. So, I mean, since I've been back three years, I lived here for like 10 months before moving to to the West Coast. So three years. So what what brought you back? Was it family? Was it work? 
what brought you back to Chicago? Because it's kind of cold here, so I don't know what brought you back to Chicago. <laughs> it's like <laughs> cold, and especially after living like in the Bay, like, bro. You joking? Um, exactly. What brought me? <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Well, it brought me back to Chicago a couple of reasons. One, my contract in Oakland was done with work, and you know I love city. Um, I was I grew up in a city. Um, so one, just the, the, the vibe Chicago has. And then another thing was that, um, my sister was living here, um, as well. So, you know, family, and then I already knew people here since before I left to, to Cali. So also like just trying to get some familiarity, you know, after moving around so much so that, and actually the main thing is I have prayed about it too. Like, okay, where should I go to next? Cause I could come to Chicago or just go somewhere completely new. And it was like, nah, it's time to go to Chicago again. And so, yeah, yeah, that was it. That was it. That's awesome. And you said mm -hmm. your contract ended before you, what contract were you like working or? Yeah. So I'm a, I'm a clinical social worker. I'm a social worker and, um, I had finished my master's in social work in Massachusetts. That's why I came to Chicago. Cause I'm like, okay, I got people here. Ooh, ooh. And then uh, while I was doing my master's, I came across some amazing people that they was doing hip hop therapy in Oakland. I'm a hip hop head, as you can see, I love Pog, uh, but I'm a hip hop head and mental health, like all of those things coming together. It's incredible. So I had met them through a thesis I was writing about hip hop. And they're like, listen, you'll be perfect for the new program that we have going on. You got to move to Oakland if you want to be part of that. And I had prayed on it and asked God for confirmation. Like, Lord, are you sure? Lord, are you sure? Lord, are you sure? He's like, yes, yes, yes. Okay. And so I went and it was a two year, two year, two and a half year um, contract. And so when it was over, they said you could stay, but it'd be in a different position or, you know, just move. And, um, that contract was over, came here and, and I'm, you know, obviously I do trauma and crisis work here in, um, in Chicago as a social work. So. Wow. Thank it. you for, thank <laughs> you for sharing um, who you are with us. So let's just get into the topic. Y'all already know the yeah. title. Y'all already see it. We're talking about being the light. So yeah. what I realized Maki is that there's mm -hmm. so many Christians that forget that we are called to be the light of the world. As the world is getting darker and darker, mm -hmm. we have the mandate to shine brighter and brighter. We have mm -hmm. to be the light in our families. We have to be the light in our communities. We have to be the light in our cities. We have to be the light in our states. We have to be the light mm -hmm. in our countries. We have to be the light mm -hmm. of the world. Isaiah 60 mm -hmm. says, arise and shine for your light has come and the glory of the Lord rises upon you. This is not a time for us to hide our light. This is a time for us to shine our light so people can receive hope, so people can receive joy, so people can receive restoration, so people can receive peace, and so people mm. can receive transformation. Our light is needed in this world. Mm -hmm. Matthew chapter 5, verse 14 to 16 says, You are the light of the world. A town built on a hill cannot be hidden. Neither do people light a lamp and put it under a bowl. Instead, they put it on its stand. It gives light to everyone in the house. In the same way, 
Let your light shine before others that they may see your good deeds and glorify your father in heaven. So I already told you this offline, Maki. I'm excited Ooh. to have this conversation with you. Before yep. we give them the like the, the meat and potatoes, how about we get mm-hmm. to know you a little bit more? So my first question is, how yeah. was your upbringing? So like I said, I uh, born and raised in Colombia. My upbringing was, shoot, it was good. Um, I'm not going to lie. Like it was, it was great. I have a, a lot of love for my family. I have to other siblings, I'm middle child and like clearly middle child, you know, the mediator. Then like, well, what do we do? How do we fix the situation? And blah, blah, blah. And anyway, so uh, my upbringing. So like I said, I, I've moved around a lot, a lot, a lot. I think I've been to, when I was little, like I think I went to almost what, 10 schools in total. So it was a lot of uh, house to house, um, moving to other countries, other cities. Um, the U.S. has been the place where obviously I've lived the longest, but still make it a point to go back home um, as often as I can. Uh, but my upbringing, yeah, it was, it was always about meeting new people, adapting, adjusting, like you're the new kid. Uh, it was about like, family because there were moments where we only had each other like we didn't know nobody we couldn't go nowhere like we just we were lost um and so the five of us just became um tight um i remember having a lot of goodbye parties as well (laughs) um you know because of moving but also something that i really am grateful for is that it, it really gave me the opportunity to come across different cultures and nationalities and races and just see other parts of the world that I'm just really blessed and humbled to have gone through that experience because that has definitely helped me navigate relationships um, with people just different from myself. You know what I'm trying to say? Um, Yeah. So, and to this day, like my family and I, we're a family that moves. So my parents are, moving my siblings are moving like all the time I keep moving so um yeah but upbringing I mean um those that know me I hype up Colombia like all the time and I'm like in Colombia this in Colombia and Colombia this and, and so I'm very proud of where I'm from I represent hard where I'm from um and it's just I just have yeah I just I just love home um a lot I just love home a lot. We are very patriotic people, very happy people, uh, helpful people, friendly people, also a little bit way too passionate sometimes. Uh, but you know, we're loyal to, to family, to friends, like, you know, we ride or dies for sure. Um, and then also my upbringing, um, I thank God that when I was growing up, that's when my mom and dad were getting kind of closer to God. That was really where my mom was in a way switching or converting or whatever from Catholicism to Christianity. Um, and so I grew up with a mom that could be like, where the anointing oil at and like dab, 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 you know, all of that. Or like 
my, you know, I feel this, say the blood of Jesus. I'm like the blood of Jesus, you know? So I grew up with a mom that taught me all of that from a young age. Um, <laughs> so it's just, yeah, it was crazy. Um, I, I, like, I loved it. Um, she's funny. Um, but, but yeah, I just really tied family bonds and also a lot of sacrifices. You have to make a lot of sacrifices along the way. And then coming to the U.S. was a completely different ball game, for sure. Um, yeah, I'm just yeah, it was tough. Coming here was was a tough one, um, but hey, so I'm glad we came. Um, first, uh, the whole get the anointing oil. I grew up in a castle, <laughs> so that's that's the thing. Anointing oil, yeah. praying in tongues. I lived it all. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Like, and then you would go to church and be the lady with the tambourine and the little, like, colorful chords. And you're like, that's my auntie right there. So it's like, yeah, yeah, I saw all of that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so do you mind going into, because you did say you, you went from Columbia to the uh, States. How was that adjustment? Because you said you loved home so much, but now you're going to, like, a foreign place. So how was that adjustment? It was hard. I mean, even before coming to the U.S., we had moved to other places, too, um, because my dad's job. That's the reason we kept moving around so much. He, he used to work in oil and gas, so we moved around quite a bit. That adjustment was hard um, because something about when I had moved to, I first moved to Houston, and I, I have a lot of love for H-Town, uh, but moving, uh, it was just made obvious that not only were you the new kid, but that you're like an immigrant. You're not from here. It don't matter how much you know, how many things you do. It's just like, you're not from here. And I know I'm not, but it was just, uh, it was tough, you know. At school, I think I for sports because I think sports helped me out quite a bit to get to know people and just be in a space where any frustration or anger I felt, I could just like whew, let it out that way. Also moving here, I just kind of noticed a lot of um um, how individual sometimes people could be individualistic in a way. Um, and everybody was just like in their own cliques and stuff. And I mean, I'm not going to lie. Like I could see here a lot of discrimination, racism, stereotypical stuff, uh, straight in your face. Like, I'm not saying that doesn't happen anywhere. I think that happens everywhere. Uh, but here was like, over there and not i'm not talking just like um with my family and us but just really with friends that i had and just seeing a lot of things go down and i thought wow this is crazy so um you know it was definitely had a lot of you know went through some depression and a lot of anger at the same time and as i kept growing kind of Okay, God, how do we turn this around? But it took some healing and, and yeah, um, when you talk about being the light is like, sometimes you got to shine even for things, or you got to say some things that even if they don't necessarily pertain to you, doesn't mean that you don't say nothing. You still say something because it's out of pocket. You know what I'm saying? Um, yeah. Yeah. So I just kind of learned that. This is never really about me. It's, it's about not only myself, but people I, I deeply care about. And those are just around me. So it gave me a, a, a voice to speak up on. 
things that I just can't be quiet about. Yeah. So it makes me very resilient. That is, that is so good. Thank you for sharing. Mm -hmm. So you already kind of inch over to it. So let's go to the next question. <laughs> to you, Maki, what does it mean to be the light of the world? Bro, when I read that question, I was like, this is like a deep, like, I don't even know how to answer that. So, but I thought about it a little bit more. I'm like, okay, what does it mean to me being a light of the world? I would say like, um, breaking darkness. You break what's dark. Like if you see light is like the break of dawn, you know? And so even, even when, when you are in a tough place, in a, in a rough place, in those, in your cave moments, you know, when you're really going through it and you're like, uh, okay, I, I didn't know I signed up for this, uh, for life. Uh, being light in that moment is uh, saying, okay, what, what can break this dawn? And I have no control over it, but I can choose, first of all, to go to the source of light, which is God. So I think part of it being light is to recognize that I don't shine by myself. The only shine that I get is really the shine of God. I'm just a shadow of his shine, you know? So That's being good. light is you got to go to the source of the light. And then because he is the source, it's like a diamond. When light hits it, it reflect, it bounces it back. So it's like, what, what areas of my life are you showing me that need to be pulled out of the, um, what coal? Yeah. Diamonds in the rope. Yeah. I would like the dark place is like a diamond that you need to polish and stuff, but to be light, I need to allow myself to go through the process of polishing. So being light is also surrender. Uh, being light is, like I said, first and foremost, recognizing and glorifying God. And then being light is not shrinking back. But God's saying, okay, polish this. Now you gotta, you gotta let it shine. Don't, don't hide it, sis. And sometimes we just hide it because we're scared or vulnerable, but it's to trust and say, okay, bet, bet. Mm -hmm. Let's go, let's go on and, and bring some light in. And then um, staying loving honest, truthful, kind, even when you're mad. Uh, God, I'm sorry what I thought. Just don't read my mind right now because it's just going crazy at this moment. You know, like those things is um, just being renewed every day so that polishing can continue to happen and reflect it back. So it's just those things. Um, that's what it's meant for me that um, just being authentic, man. Just be authentic be authentic and, and humble and obedient. Yeah. And I think authenticity is something that is so huge nowadays because everyone wants to put a facade online and you never meet people face to face. So you don't know who they really are. So I think authenticity mm -hmm. plays a big part. And I love your first part when you said we need to um, shine through the darkness. And I know there's so many people, I don't know what your view is, but I, I believe there's so many people walking under generational curses because they mm -hmm. have not realized that they're the light of their family. They're the one who's mm -hmm. going to break that curse or that habit or that addiction. But until we shift our mind saying that God has given me the opportunity and the ability to be the light of the world and pull back the darkness of addiction, the darkness of pornography, the darkness of, um, of, of abuse, mm -hmm. until mm -hmm. we realize that God has given us that ability through the name of Jesus Christ, people will mm -hmm. just get, keep being in that cycle. And then if it doesn't end with them, it will go to their children and their children's children. So mm -hmm. I just love how you said that your first part was like, we just need to shine through the dark. Because what? Mm -hmm. how does dark go away when you shine light? 
Right. And once you start to realize is well, let us shine light in those places so God can get the glory for it. Absolutely. And and like to to not just go into such a narrow mindset of thinking like, well, like I have to shine super bright and super big. But when just the size of a candlelight is so small. And so we don't have to be like this big thing whoop, whoop, everywhere, you know, it can be something as small as a candlelight, like, you know, through the darkness. Sometimes we hit our dark places and we don't know how the heck we're going to go out, like, like get out of this. And I remember so many moments of like, God, if I could just have the size of a candlelight, even if whatever it is I'm going through, then you do that. You do that because it's really your light in me. I, uh, um, because we can, we can say it so much like be light, be light. And sometimes you don't feel so lighty, you know, <laughs> sometimes like I'm, I'm not even feeling it. And, and I think sometimes the Holy Spirit is like, well, it's just, you know, just show up, just pray. Even just breathing like, okay, God, I surrender to you. <sighs> light. Because there's light of shining, but also <sighs> bring some light into this heavy situation. You know, bring, okay. And so we, we think it's one way, light, I mean, shoot, how many forms of light do we have? So it's also allowing yourself to be versatile in how that shine shines and that you can't control it sometimes, how you decide for it to shine. It's just God saying, just show up just by mere presence. But first you got to be intimate with him. And then, yeah. Yeah. That is so good. And I like to how words, they play on words because light is to shine, but also mm -hmm. light is to relieve a burden. Absolutely. So what if God, I know the context is saying you should shine bright, mm -hmm. but what if God was telling us to like go and lift burdens off of people, make their burden light through mm -hmm. the light that's in us? Because mm -hmm. Jesus says in Matthew, come to me who heavy burden and I'll give you rest. Mm -hmm. And then he says that my burden is easy. My yoke is light or my yoke mm -hmm. is easy. My burden is light. Right. So what if we just start taking that concept of Jesus wants us to make other people's burdens light, not to put it on ourselves, but to give it to Jesus. Cause only Jesus can truly handle the burden of the world. Absolutely. Absolutely. I'll give you this example. It just happened. Like what time is it? Uh, an hour and a half ago. Right. I was at, um, support group for families who have lost their uh, kids to gun violence. And so my coworker and I, we facilitate that. And today, you know, the holidays are coming. It's always a hard time for the families. It's, it's brutal. It's brutal. Um, and part of light, it's like what you said, like light is not saying I'm going to shine the bright. It's just, no, bring some, just be a person. People are like, man, I'm glad they, they're here. I'm glad they showed up. And so there, the first hour, it's two hours. The first hour there was cracking jokes. We were laughing. Some people were crying because they were laughing so hard. They were just being ridiculous. I was like, y'all are wild, you know, all of that. But being light is saying it doesn't have to be all serious all the time and all these things. It's just allow laughter to come into the room. And then we had, then the next hour we had our topic and blah, blah, blah. We talked about it. Then they like, you know, tears were shed. Then we prayed together and then we laughed a little bit more. You know, it's that is just relieving that burden. And yeah, it's not for us. Like, I'm going to hold all your burdens because I, I ain't Holy Spirit Junior. But it's like, okay, God, now I'm going to that this goes to you. This heaviness goes to you. 
all of that goes to you, which is when you show up, are you providing the space that is needed for that light to like be lit, you know, for that burden to be released or speaking that word of encouragement or sometimes not saying a thing, but just really listening to what the person has to say. Like I said, light is versatile. So the way we show up has to be versatile. It has to shift, you know, but uh, last thing, remain with the integrity of a kingdom. That is so good. And I love how you said that we just, I'm perfectly said, but we have to, we just have to be a willing candle for God to light. <laughs> Absolutely. And then sometimes we figure out like, we got to put on our own fire. No, 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 no. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what, is, what did Paul tell Timothy? Fan the flames. He didn't say make your flames. He didn't say create your own flame. He said, mm-hmm. fan the flame that's ready in you. Fan it. Yeah. But because God has lit a flame in you, mm-hmm. and we're going to talk about it in a later um, um, question, but mm-hmm. we have to make sure that we're able to be lit by God. Absolutely. Because we hide it, right? Like how you were saying at the beginning, Matthew, like, don't hide it. No, there's got to be a partnership here. Like, yeah, Lord, you're calling the shots, but I need to partner up with your shots. So it's the same, it's the same thing. And when I'm not feeling so like, like, yeah, let's be light. You know, sometimes I'm like, what light? You know, it's to reach out. You know, you light a candle. You know, when you light a uh, birthday candles and you grab one candle, you light the other candles. It's the same thing. Sometimes reach out and just be like, homegirl, man, I just need to, whatever, whatever. And just that company, boom, your light <laughs> like gets lit. Um, so also reach out. It's really love. It really comes from the source of love, loving God, loving, you know others as yourself it's that's really what's what lights it up that's really what fans the flame is really (laughs) authentic genuine love and it doesn't have to be extravagant or deep it can be something as simple as cruising around having a conversation laughing or just like quiet but there's a love piece in there um and the same thing with god it could be god i don't even know what to say just breathe, just breathe in me, breathe through me. And it can be, it can be very small, but once you light everything up, you get, you get a big flame, um, you know? So we don't have to complicate it so much. That, that is so good. And I just want to, whoever's listening, watch this. I'm going to tell you this right now. Don't underestimate your presence. Cause some That's- people will, will not want to be the light. Cause they, they, they would think I have nothing to bring. Bring your presence and let the Lord do the work. <laughs> you know yes. what I mean? Sometimes they're like, mm-hmm. I don't want to go because I have nothing to say. I have nothing to do. Just show up. You know how I many people are going through abandonment issues who's been left and people who, who they thought was going to love them and never leave them, left them. You showing up will play a huge role. And mm-hmm. then God will use your presence and use his power through your presence. That's very true. Show up. Show up for yourself, too. Show up Maki, for talk you. about it. Talk about it. Because yeah. we're too busy being a light to the world. But sometimes we have to be light to ourselves. So talk about it, Maki. Like, show up for yourself, too. Like, there was one day when I was like, bro, just impress you. Like, you don't got to impress nobody else. Just show up for you. Like, like just show up for you, you know? Like, the same, like, D- David encouraged his own soul. I can be like, you gotta show up for you. So God believes, sometimes people believe more in you than you believe in yourself. 
And God is like, hey, listen, I made you with a purpose. You're wonderfully made. You're this, this, and that. You, you, you dope here. You're good at this and blah, blah, blah. And I love you. And, and you have, you know, a calling. And like, man, but what, do I really, you know? And it's like, show up for you sometimes. It, it, I pause because, you know, we, we, I've talked about this a lot with a, a couple of people and even in group was just saying like, you know, hardship and crisis and all of that, man, I can tell like we've all gone through it, period, you know, and showing up for you is saying like, I'm not going to waste this crisis. I'm not going to waste this pain and it's going to be a process and it doesn't have to be instant or, or rushed, but show up for you because, because you're worth it, you know? So I think part of being light is once again, going to the source and sometimes we're so busy being live, but <laughs> it's like you have like the picture of a candlelight, but there ain't no candlelight inside of you. You hold a picture of. So that's why it's being authentic. Like it's got to start from the inside. It's just, it's got to start from the inside out. That's it. In the intimate places. Um, it's got to start there. So just stay honest, stay honest with yourself, you know? with God and, and with people that you trust. So, yeah. Uh, Maki, this conversation is going so good so far. And before we mm -hmm. go to the next question, because mm -hmm. you said something and you said you're worth it, but there's so many people who don't think they're worth it. But let me share the gospel of Jesus Christ with you. If you weren't worth it, Jesus wouldn't have left his throne, put on some human flesh, get on a cross to pay a debt that he never, you know, occurred for you. So right. just know that you are worth it. You are worth it because the blood of Jesus poured on that cross for you. And on a maybe, you might say yes, you might say no, but he still died for you. So if you're dealing with the thought saying, I'm not worth it, just know that the son of heaven died for you because mm -hmm. you're worth it. Absolutely. As long as you're breathing, you're worth it. That's it. You can do this. Man, you're worth it. You have a heart, you're worth it. You have a mind, worth it regardless of actions or whatever it is, as long as you can breathe, absolutely worth it. So, yeah. So, so good. And I know people are listening like, Maki, you talking good right now. I just want to be a light. But someone's <laughs> probably like, asking, you yeah. talking good, Maki? <laughs> so they probably just want to know, like, what are some practical ways to, to be the light? I, I, I hear all the things you're saying, but what, how, what are some practical ways for me to shine the light that's in me? Practical ways. Uh, ooh, dang. Um, okay, because you thinking you're, you're saying practical. I'm like thinking like twenty thousand things. So I'm trying to gather my thoughts. Practical ways. Uh, one, right? Like sometimes do the opposite of what you're feeling. You know, like man, I don't want to do this. I don't want to do that. Do I really need to call this person? Sometimes like, yeah, self-care, don't do it. But sometimes like do the opposite, you know, like, man, you know, maybe they do need to, they do need to talk to somebody. Uh, that's one thing. Another practical way is straight up, like, um, have that intimacy, that intimate time with God. That's practical. That's practical. It doesn't have to be like, you have to be two hours, you know, laid out on the floor. You can do that sometimes. Shoot, do it. Sometimes I have those moments too, but talk with God throughout the day. That's practical. Um, another thing is do something that people don't usually do. Uh, example, um, 
one day, uh, I was at Pete's <laughs> and I don't know why, but this lady was in front of me and she was buying her groceries and I was just like, and I just felt that like, you should pay for her groceries. And I'm like, mm, I don't know. She's going to think I'm crazy. The cashier guy's going to be like, what? And I'm like, oh, whatever. And then I just felt it again. You should just pay for her groceries. And I'm like, damn, but I need guys money. And then I just felt it again. Like you should pay for it. I was like, bet. And I said, ma'am, you know, Senora, da, 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 let me pay for that. She's like, no, no, no. I'm like, no, yeah. Um, yeah. No, I really want to. She's like, no, no, no. I'm like, no, but I like, I felt it. Like I felt it. And she's like, ah, oh, oh my gosh. And so in that moment that happened. And then she's like, well, I'm going to do the same thing for someone else. And it sounds so cliche and like all of that, but just even when God gives, gives you like a little push and you think it's in your head, but then he nudges you again and he nudges you again, do that. Um, another way to be light is surprise somebody with something that they love. You know, you love someone, tell them you love them. Surprise them with something that, that is just something so small. Like, man, I, I know that they like this, this and that, and I'm just going to get that for them. Um, you know, praying for people. Um, like I said, laughing with people. Um, if somebody's feeling sad or whatever, it's like, man, you want some company? No. Okay. Whenever you do, let me know. You know, just practical ways. Um, do some kind. Um, do something kind also for yourself. You know what I'm saying? Um, yeah, it's <laughs> pay attention to people more than sometimes pay attention to your phone. <laughs> you know, like pay attention to people because people are saying a lot without saying nothing. You want to be like, listen really take the time to listen what they're saying that they're not saying pay attention pay attention yeah then you'll know you know that is so good and i was about to cut you off i'll let you finish your thought because there's so <laughs> many people that pay attention to their phone and they don't see what's going on they rather pick their phone over their family they rather pick their phone over their friends and they don't see that the greatest time to be the light is when you're in front of someone, not when you're on your phone. Right. And even like, and you know, when you was, like when we was talking about like show up for yourself too, is that really for light to authentically go out, it first has to start here. So what are some like, like, you know, also taking care of yourself too, you know, that's, that's your igniting that light. You're fanning the flame, like the Holy Spirit, like you got to fan the flame. You got to fan that flame. You got to stay in prayer. You got to, or, you know, all those things and, and then be practical, being practical about it is the more you practice it in the secret, the more it's just going to come out natural on the outside. And it just becomes more of a habit. And like I said, when you don't feel so lighty, when you're like, oh, what, you know, I wish they would, you know, sometimes I'm like that, you know, um, talk with those that, that they can hear your heart and, and can either check you or hear or listen to you or whatever. I do that too, but just, just pay attention to, to you, pay attention to others, to, to what is it that they really need and, and listen to God. You know, Jesus would say those that have ears to listen, to hear, you know, like, listen, like, listen up, pay attention. He speaks all the time and no, nobody has to be watching. If you did something nice, you're not doing it for show period. Nobody has to be watching. That's that's more than okay, you know. Yeah. One of my biggest pet peeves. I'm glad you said this. 
is I hate when people want to give, but then they record it. Like, what's the point of you? Like, when they want to give, like, a big <laughs> tip or something like that, they're recording it. I'm like, why would you do that? And Jesus would say, like, don't be like the people who just shout that I gave this, I gave that. Don't let your right hand know what your left hand is doing. I, yeah, it does. It, it upsets me. <laughs> <laughs> it upsets. I can see that, Edward. You're like, I'm, I'm mad. <laughs> I'm just saying, like, you, you know, you know, when you, you know, we were doing it for other reasons. And so just. Man, just do it. Just do it the way God decided decided for you to do. You know, like a like a diamond. It has different sides to it. So, yeah, yeah. That, yeah. I'm just saying, it makes me mad. But, <laughs> but you said one thing that I want to key in on because you said one of the practical ways to shine your light is to be obedient. And Isaiah verse one verse yeah. chapter one verse nineteen says, "If you're willing and obedient, you eat the good of the land." Mm-hmm. And it's because of your obedience to pay for that um, person's groceries, your your light was able to shine. And I just want to know how many people are just sitting on the word of God, like sitting back and not obeying God and how they're not shining the light. So I just love how you said one of the practical ways is just obey God, obey that nudge. Um, if they keep saying no, you keep, at, you keep offering. <laughs> and mm-hmm. eventually, you know, because you never know, your yes to God can transform someone's whole family. Right. And and if they do say no, like, okay, I did my part. Okay. But I, I know that I, I did what I had to do. Because sometimes we say no when somebody wants to do some like, hey, no, I'm good. I'm good. No, you don't, don't worry about it, man. You're good. Like, it's okay. And they're like, no, allow me to do it. Like, I want to. No, no, no. I'm okay. Man, just allow, you know, some things, some things, no, absolutely, like, no. But some things, it's okay. It's okay. Um, but yeah, obedience. And, and you know, light, it costs something, too. You know, like, so be willing to be uncomfortable. Be willing to be uncomfortable from time to time. So, yeah. That's good. And we're just going to transition to the next question because I love how you <laughs> ended it. So my next question is, how can... How can we press into the way God has called us to shine? Well, I think we touched on it is, uh, is you got to first press into the source of light. You got to press into his love, press into healing. You got to contend for your healing. You got to contend, like you got to fight. You got to have some grit, like get grimy with it, you know, with your healing. Get gritty with love. Get gritty with truth. Get gritty. Uh, yeah, a way to press is to, okay, you know, sometimes you're sick and tired of the same thing showing up over and over and over and over again. <sighs> okay, Ben, what, what do we got to do, God? Oh, sit still? For how long? <laughs> okay. More than one day? Okay. Oh, it's been two two months, three months. Oh, it's been a year. Like, okay. You know, that you got uh, to, to be like, you got to get gritty. And understand that sometimes you got to go through dark periods. You know, uh, was, I was just talking about with a with a group um, of incredible women on, on Fridays, like wrestle. You got to wrestle with it first. You got to wrestle with the thought first. You got to wrestle with the emotions first. Because when there's a break, there's a breakthrough. When there's a breakthrough, light can shine through. So it's like in the wrestling, something's, something's got to give, something's got to break, but then that breakthrough can, can create another crack for then that 
true light of God to shine. And even like you think of gold, it needs to be refined. Refined with what? Fire. Fire is what? Light. So light and fire, it refines. You got to go through the process of refining. So contend with the faith. Contend. Like it's not all like, well, I'm just going to be light today because I feel so good. No. It's like, oh God, what is this going on inside of me? Like be real and genuine with that part of you. You got to contend. Is that refi- it has to refine the faith. It has to refine where you add and come uncomfortable. And don't compare your process with other people's process. Your rhythm and your process, that's yours. You know, that's, that's, that's your process. And God will gently walk you through it. And sometimes I feel like he's like, let me knock you on the head for a second. Like, sis, come on now. It's time. But to press in, you got to allow yourself to be pressed a little bit, you know? And then the breakthrough, like I said, the breakthrough allows the light to, to shine through. So, yeah. That be is patient. so good. That... <laughs> Just FYI, be patient. That's yeah, be... <laughs> mm-hmm. And like, if you look in the book of Genesis, um, a person named Jacob, the Bible records the story of him wrestling with God. Yep. And the crazy thing is he told this to God saying, God said, let me go. He said, I'm not going to let you go until you bless me. Mm-hmm. And he had audacity to say that to God. Mm-hmm. So why don't we be as bold and audacious when we, when someone's coming up? Like, I'm not going to go, Lord, until you bless me. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to leave this place until you free me. I'm not going to leave this place until you restore me. I'm not going to leave this place until you fill me up with joy. I'm not going to leave this place. Mm-hmm. I'm going to be seeking you and I'm going to be seeking you. I'm going to keep seeking you. I'm going to keep bothering you <laughs> until you answer my prayer, you know? Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Well, because it, because it's painful. Like his hip socket was not, or like he was limping after that. He got a new name, but he was limping. That, that thing of, I'm not going to, it's the wrestling is, when you're in a moment of pain, it doesn't feel good. And sometimes we just want to like, I don't even like this feeling. And it's like to, it's, it's to say, still trust God through it. Still trust him. And yeah, like stay persistent. I, if, I, if I've learned one thing about myself <laughs> the last couple of years, it's like, I'm so... Uh, persistent with God now consistent but also I bet I was like God are you kind of tired because I was blowing him up <laughs> like when when and I'm like I'm a fast I'm afraid I'm gonna do this sometimes I wasn't doing nothing but consistently like just so persistent it reminds me of the woman that had the you know with the judge and she could just keep going to the judge and the judge was like Fine, here you go. Or the or the guy that kept knocking on his like homie's door. Can I have some bread? Can I have some bread? And I remember one one night I was like, Lord, I'm gonna knock on that door so hard that you're not gonna forget my handprint on it. I'm just gonna keep or like my knuckles, like I'm gonna keep knocking and knocking and knocking and knocking. And obviously there was a lot of changes that that came with that, but um content like it gets gritty. All I'm saying is the press gets gritty, but it it's not forever. So stay stay steady with it. It'll pass. And you're gonna see the light come from 
from that, the diamond really being chipped out of that. But the diamond has to go through a process, through heat, time, pressure. You know? That Yeah, that was mm-hmm. so good. And I like how you brought up after Jacob wrestled with God, he his, his hip socket was so bad that they made a rule that if you're Jewish, you don't eat it in the hip socket. <laughs> because yeah. that, that his hip socket was <laughs> jacked up. Yeah. But I wonder, and like you said, he watched with a limp. So I wonder, are people willing to have that outward evidence that they wrestle with God? Mm, I don't know. It depends. I think, I think you don't even have to say it. It'll just show. You know how people say like, you know, you, you were in the fire, but you wasn't even smelling like smoke, right? I think it'll show not through the way of like, man, look at how much I suffered, but it'll show in the way, in the way the light shines. It'll show when like, there's a lot more grace than what you used to have. There's a lot more patience than what you used to have. You're a little bit more loving and, and tolerating and things that you wasn't in before. So that the, the quote unquote limp shows in the things like man there's something different about him man there's something about her she i remember when she would get mad about this this and that or she would try to control and fix i'm just talking about myself control and fix the situations and over analyze blah blah, blah. but man like she's a little bit more calm now yeah that's part of the limp because <laughs> it cost me something you know but it doesn't have to be like oh man look at all the suffering nah it can be in in, in a different way too so you're not smelling less like smoke and there's a, mm, you're not smelling like smoke, but you can tell like some fire went in that because what that person is doing at this moment, that ain't normal. That ain't normal. So just allow that, allow that to talk louder than other stuff. Does that make sense? Yeah, for yeah. sure. It, yeah. uh, allow the refining to happen. Because sometimes we run away from the refining. <laughs> mm-hmm. Like, I know I won't smell like smoke, but that's still fire. And that's it's turned out seven times more. So I, I don't yeah. want anything to do with it. <laughs> right. And like in that is like you do become more like if you allow it to process you, you do become more graceful. You do. Be, you fight for the things you love. Like you, you're pressing like it. Something changes, like you're a little bit more intentional. You're a little bit more laid back on certain things. And so that's where you're not smelling like it, but there's a, there's a, a, a birth of it. Like something came out of you that's new, that just wasn't there before. So there's a, there's a growing in it. So, yeah. That's so good. Anything you want to add before we go to the next question? Uh, no, okay. <laughs> I think we good. <laughs> okay. So nope. my next question is how can people ensure their light doesn't dim? I.e. how do people make sure they don't burn out? <laughs> we've, I, we've, I think we've been building up to that question. Um, staying in community, um, you know, uh, stay, just reach out um stay tethered to god period point blank just continue yielding stay tethered woven <clears throat> to him period um get some good mentors around you that are seasoned 
and that they can speak life into you and guide you and also can speak some things out too. Um, I would say in that moment when you're dimming and burning out, there's such a vulnerability and a tenderness. Also make sure like who you're allowing in in those really tender moments. So stay discerning on that too. And then soul care. Uh, take care of your soul. So for some, you know, go to therapy. For some is, man, take a break, rest. Rest. Go, if, if you can, go on vacation somewhere. But just have that time. I'm not saying every, all those things will fix it. But just be more intentional about what is healing for me right now in a healthy way. More than anything, God and... If you have two or three people on your corner during those times, it'll help you. It'll help you when it's real dim, dim and you're burning out. You know? Uh, and as people, those that you trust, like, man, back me up, bro. I need some prayer. You know? Um, so, yeah, seek wise counsel. Those are some things that have helped me as well. And asking God, I just need to be, stay vulnerable with God. And like I said, if you trust two or three, one or two, whatever, stay vulnerable. You need those vulnerable places for your soul to just breathe and not be judged, even when it looks janky and messy. Because when you're burned out or your light is burning out and it's getting dim, the messiness and jankiness are showing up real good. <laughs> so, you know, just, yeah, just create space for, for your soul to be cared for. That's good. And also people don't need to beat themselves up if their light starts to dim. Cause I realized like people say, you can't burn out. You have the Holy spirit. Um, yes, but we're still human. Right. If we don't, if we don't right. refresh ourselves, if we don't recharge, how do we expect to always be the light? Cause you always hear these things like, ah, I'm always working for ministry. I'm going to keep going and going and going. Like you're going to go to the grave. You're doing that to yeah. yourself. That's what, that's the reason why God talked about a Sabbath. You need to refresh, right. rejuvenate. Right, like chill. If you can just find like a pocket, a, a little pocket of time throughout the day, like a little, you don't have to be five hours. It can be just a little pocket of time, chill. If you don't want to talk to nobody on the phone, don't talk to nobody on the phone during that time. But just once again, what's what's taking care of your soul in that moment? That's it. And And I agree with you. You can't judge yourself so hard. And I said, because I used to. And sometimes that creeps up like, man, but I need to do this, but I need to do that. No, you don't. It can wait. Some things can wait. Prioritize. Prioritize also like your rest from time to time. Like, it's okay. The world is still moving. It's okay. You know? And it's a privilege sometimes to rest. <laughs> It is. And some people, mm -hmm. sometimes we take that privilege for granted. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. And, and we don't rest because, you know, Psalm 23, the Bible, um, it says that he makes me lie down. So if you don't choose to lie down, it seems like, according to David, <laughs> he's going to make you lie down. Yeah. He's been definitely going like, to, it's time to go to bed. No. Yeah. Nope. <laughs> Boom. <laughs> it's like, okay, <laughs> But I heard you. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. He, he has made me a couple of times for sure. But one of the things that God recently said to me is like, prioritize well. And also part of that, let it be rest. 
sometimes, you know, in, in certain moments, because what's coming up next, since you're doing so many little things, what is coming already going to be there, but burned. So you don't have to say yes to everything. You don't have to say yes. And always, always, always. No, you can say no, I can't, or mm, I'm okay. I don't want to. Um, so just discerning what you say yes to and what you say no to is very helpful too. Even if people feel some type of way. No, no, you know, that is so good. And I'm glad you said that. Cause so many people think like, I'm the light. I got to say yes to everything. No, you just got to say yes to what God has caused you to say yes to. Absolutely. <laughs> cause that's how people, that's how people burn out. Cause they say yes mm -hmm. to everybody. And if you say yes to everyone, what I realize is eventually you're going to say no to yourself. Because mm -hmm. one yes to someone is a no to something else. And one no to something is a yes mm -hmm. to something. Mm -hmm. And you, you say yes to everything. You say no to yourself. And then you burnt out and you just keep going through the motions. And now you're just running on fumes. And then you're like, God, where are you? He's like, I'm here waiting for you to rest. <laughs> right, 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 right. Like be intentional about that. Absolutely. Be intentional. You spend time with being intentional. Some people just drain you. Somebody got to be like, it's like, nah, they training. No, <laughs> you know, like I cannot handle that right now. It's all good. Sometimes I can't even handle myself. I'm like, I'm just going to boop, sh like just w watch a show I like or whatever. Cause sometimes I can't even handle my own mind, you know? So it's just like, even sometimes when you got to say no or say, sis, don't do that. Even if it's just to yourself, like, nah, stay, once again, stay authentic, stay true, stay true. Um, but it's, a, it's easier said than done. So, yeah, practicing that for sure. Yeah, for sure. Um, because sometimes we want to people please because we want to get their acceptance. Yeah. And like, you know, if I say no, they might not like me anymore. And people will tend to overthink it. Like, it's because I said no this one time. They're not returning my phone calls, blah, blah, blah. But, you know, they've just been busy mm -hmm. at work. So, mm -hmm. right, <laughs> so, right, right. So we just have to make sure that we have in our head that if we say no, it's not the end of the world. We can say no, still check on them, still pray for them, et cetera, et cetera. But remember that if you say yes to everyone, you will say no to yourself. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So. And you can't, <laughs> what I realized, you can't pour out from a corrupt soul. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. And there's so many people that are pouring out from empty cups, even though the Bible says that he will, our cup will overflow. Mm -hmm. And it's because, like you said um, earlier on, is because we're not going, we're not tied into the source. And we get so good at a thing that we start not relying on God anymore because we've, we've been so good at it. Mm -hmm. And now when everything goes to trash, you're like, God, where have you been? Like, you, hey, mm -hmm. God, like you left here a long time ago because you mm -hmm. got good at it. So mm -hmm. sometimes you got to realize, like, maybe if you're feeling burnt out, maybe you need to go back to your first love. Mm -hmm. Go back to Jesus. Not because you want something from Jesus, just because you want to be in his presence. Mm -hmm. Right. When he says abide in me, that's one of my favorite scriptures. Abide in me. Abide in me. I abide in Abide. Abide means like you're like this grafted in abiding. Like you are one. So abiding in God um, is number one. And then... Um, to, to what you said, like, <laughs> once you abide in him, once you're like, yes, God, okay, we're in this together, 
or I'm in this with you, fine. Um, then you will start seeing how he starts shining through in your darkest moments. And so that gives some hope, that gives some purpose, that, that opens up your eyes to something else and something new, you know? So even in that, just with him, and, and like I said, allow yourself to being seen um, by him and, and those that he has called into your life for, for those moments as well, just being seen. Because um, he, is, he is the light. We're just, we're twinkles, the little twinkles of, his, of, of him. So, yeah, you can't. Mm, I thought I was like super independent. And then I'm like, no, wait, I think I'm codependent. And then it's like, no, hold up. I, I am fully dependent on Jesus, not codependent on people, but just interdependent with others, right? And I'm dependent on God, like de fully dependent, but I cannot think like I'm so self-sufficient so that I can do it by myself. No, I'm always going to need him. And then you have a team around you, but we get it. You know, you mentioned people pleasing. We, I think we turn it upside down. Fully dependent on what people say. Yeah, dependent on God, but what you say really matters. But yeah, I trust you. But wait, what did you say? Wait, what did I say? And God is like, flip it. Be fully dependent on me. Have some interdependency with others. And just like get to know yourself in that too. So somehow that's related to light. I don't know. I think it is. <laughs> well, it is you know? because we're, we're talking yeah. about things that will cause people to burn out or have their light dim. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And if you're not trusting God and you totally depend on people, what I realized in my 32 years of living, people will always disappoint <laughs> you. <laughs> yeah. My mom always says That's human true. beings will always be human beings. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so they will always disappoint you. So mm -hmm. when we put our hope, our trust, our faith in people, we're going to end up frustrated we're gonna be disgusted we're gonna be busted it's gonna be that's gonna be the three frustrated disgusted and busted but Not once busted. we put on hope yeah. and trust in jesus <laughs> then we realize like yes our lights may be dim because i love what you say you like be seen but you didn't end right there i don't know the spirit has kept you talking we said be seen by him like and it touched my spirit when you said like man i felt that mm. because so many of us we try to be seen by other people when we just need to Get in a quiet place and be seen by the Father himself. And he sees you. Like, you know, one of his names is El Roi, the Lord that sees me. The Lord who sees me, he sees you. Once he sees you, then you start seeing yourself. When you start seeing yourself, other people will be like, man, who are that? But not, and not that everybody that starts seeing you is for you, by the way, but that's just a whole other thing. But just really understanding, like, it, once again, <clears throat> You know, you said Genesis, like God is your gen. God is our Genesis. He's our beginning. So why do you think, why, how the heck am I going to think I'm going to shine all by myself? No, with him. And once again, I start shining. Then you also got to hype up those around you. Like, man, you shine, you know, like fan their flame. And they too tired to fan their own flame. Moses had them two guys. He had his Aaron and his other, other dude. Always forget the other dude's name. But he had them two lifting Her. his arms up. It's yeah. That brother, like it was them too. Like 
lifting Moses's arms up when he couldn't do it. And then like, like do that in return, you know, do that for others too. So then they can be like, okay, I'm good. Says, okay, but now I can raise my hands too. But it's, it's a collective, it's a, it's a personal experience and a collective, um, one as well, you know? Yeah. Yeah. That man, this conversation has been so good. And I think a lot of people will be helped out because I really believe that there's a lot of Christians that are dealing with burn, burnout, but I think they bought the lie of the enemy saying that you can't afford to be burnt out because you, because the enemy doesn't want us to get restored. And now we're just pouring out of our brokenness, pouring out of our lack of restoration, pouring out of our tiredness. And what we're pouring out is just, it's contaminated water. Right. Right. Like you said, pouring out of brokenness, then what are you pouring out? You know, like, well, right. And and so like, if you have like, uh, you know, I keep drinking water, but if I had a hole here, and I just kept drinking water. Man, what am I drinking? Like, I'm cheating. my, I'm clowning myself because it's just less and less because the hole is just coming out. So I'm just really, what what I bought, I'm not even drinking, what, a liter of it? I'm just going to be drinking, like, this much because it's just, it keeps being poor. Like, it's just, it's broken. There's a hole. So sometimes it's like, well, I got to keep going. I got to keep going. Said who? Pause. You can't expect yourself to run with a broken leg. Pause. You need to let that thing heal. And sometimes it has to break again for it to heal properly. So if, if there's a rhythm, you know, the certain the times and seasons of the type of light, of the pressing, there's a rhythm. There's a song to it. The song changes sometimes, but just stay attuned to it, like stay aligned to it. What is the rhythm that I need right now? Because if I go, 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 it's so easy to trip and fall when sometimes um, you just got to walk. You don't have to run right now. Just walk. And then you can get into some running. And you'll know. You'll know when you're ready. Or not when you're ready, when God is saying, like, okay, go. But there's a rhythm. Light has a rhythm. Man, that's that's a bar right there. Light has a rhythm. That is a bar. I was like, dang, I should write that down somewhere. But yeah. <laughs> Man, you want to go deeper? Because I, I I like that. I like where we're at with the light. Light has a rhythm. Light has a rhythm. I don't know. What's the next question? Maybe we can tie it to the next one. If light is a rhythm, I think. I don't know. Uh, my next question is, what do you mean by light is a rhythm? <laughs> that's funny. <laughs> <laughs> You're funny. Um, I don't know. That just came because light is a rhythm, right? You know, of candlelight, the way it moves, fire, the way it moves, um, you know, sound waves. You know, sometimes you see like they sh- like they, you know, when you see them and they show them on TV, like they see like they show the dark pitch and then the white moving. It has yeah. a rhythm. Light, you know, the Lord spoke into the world and it was created. Sound has a rhythm. So if we spoke light, light has the rhythm of like God's breath. You know, um, there's because there's movement. Anything that has movement has a rhythm. So um, when you love, what's the rhythm? What's the frequency that you're loving in when you're speaking truth? What's the frequency of that truth when you're showing grace? What's the frequency of the of grace? Sometimes it has to be a little bit quicker instead of. Well, I, no, sometimes it has to be slow. You know, you got to understand. That's why you got to pay attention to people because. The rhythm that you may want to show your light in, you may be love bombing them. And they're like, 
you're too much. Chill. Okay, what's your rhythm? So the way I'm shining has a rhythm to yours, but it's staying true to mine. Does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah, there's a, there's a frequency of There's so many people trying to do other rhythms, but like you said, we got to discern the seasons. And a certain season needs a certain rhythm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but we try to put our own rhythm in a season that that rhythm is not needed. Right. And you know, like facts, like uh, a storm, when you hear the thunder... What do you hear for? What do you hear first or see first? You see the lightning first, and then boom, the yeah. sound comes. Right? Mm-hmm. Exactly. So, okay, we're talking about being light, like uh, loving, or or showing up, or blah blah. Boom, you're showing up, and then what is the sound of the light that you're showing making? There's a rhythm to that. There's an impact of that. What is the level of impact? It needs to, because it, it's break of dawn, so it has to make a sound. It has to break some darkness. It has to come out. What's the impact of it? And so anything in movement has a has a beat, has a pace. Man, that, yeah. is, that is so good. So. Dang, I'm, yeah, I'm like, dang. And, and bars, right? Yeah. Bars. I was like, dang, Holy Spirit. <laughs> All right. So I, there's a, uh, one of my girls, <laughs> I was like, Man, that was good. Girl, write that down. You know, I'm like, I take a picture and send it to me. I don't know what just came out. <laughs> She's like, okay, but, and she does it. So it's, it's just funny. But yeah. Yeah. I never heard that <laughs> in my life. Light, light is a rhythm. And then mm-hmm. if you talked about it, if you look at light, it's actually a rhythm. It's a frequency. So it's a frequency. Hey. Yeah. Holy Spirit is in this place, dropping bars and nuggets. <laughs> <laughs> dropping bars. Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> So my next question to you is we can be in a place and we like to look at other people's lights. I'll say mm-hmm. they're doing this for the kingdom. They're doing that for the kingdom, but I'm just here. It's doing over what I got, but mm-hmm. I tend to compare my light to someone else's light. So how do we navigate comparing each other's light? Don't compare. <laughs> I mean, it sounds, <laughs> it sounds so simple, right? Okay, let me pause. Because no, for real, and, and I'm not saying don't compare and then you'll suddenly won't compare. Like we tend to do that, you know, from time to time. Like, man, do I need to sound that that way? Well, Bishop Jay said it this way. Do I need to be that loud? Do I need to be saying, no, it's more than anything is if you're really seeing some the way somebody else do is doing it, is how what can I learn from the way that their light is shining and the rhythm is going in, right? Um uh, I, I know, uh, whatever people want to say about Kanye is one thing, but he, the man can produce beats, period. He's a producer. But if you notice some of his best beats, some of them, like he has sampled some stuff, right? But his beats are unique. And I say that to say this, like sometimes when we really admire what somebody else is doing or we're looking at what somebody else is doing, what is a sample of that? Like, Ooh, that sounded good. Or man, they was right with that thought, man. Okay, well, how can that feed me or how can that sharpen me? But I'm still going to stay authentic to who I am. The way I talk is very different to the way my homegirls talk. You know, the way I go about things is very different. There's some things that some of my some of my uh, people say that I'm like, man, that was good. Yeah, I'm going to take that. And then maybe I'm talking to somebody else and I'm like, you know, I want to share that. You know, I heard this from such and such, but I took a sample of that and then said in my way, I took a little bit of a sample of what they said because they dropped some wisdom right there. 
So that allows you to not compare, but to admire, to sharpen, and also stay in your lane. Stay in your lane and allow other people to be in their lane. And then it'll weave in and out. Stay in your lane. It works better that way. It'll allow you to um, not compare. And if you see somebody like shining, you're like, man, they're shining. Well, don't underestimate the things that they had to do and, and, and the, the stuff that they had to go through to get what they was at. Like Kobe, Michael Jordan, and, and Michael Jordan, one of the, you know, goat, all of this. But the way that man practiced, like quit playing, quit playing. So sometimes I'm like, I want to be like him. Are you really, do, do you really want to be like him? Do you, then you know what he had to go through? I'm just using him as an example or like, God, make me like, make me like, blah, blah, blah. Man, that's a dangerous prayer because <laughs> do you really know what they went through? You don't know who they lost. You don't know the tears they've cried. You don't know their darkest moments. So when you're really about to compare, do you really want to go through what they've gone through? Do you even know who they are? And then if you really admire them, go and talk to them and be like, man, I, I love your shine. What's going on with you? Like, let me learn about some of that. So just stay humble. You don't want to compare, stay so humble and stay perpetual student. And then are you willing to, to go through the practice and sacrifices that other people had to go through to, you know, the obedience they had to go through for the, their light to shine that way, you know? Yeah, that, that is so yeah. good because I see so many people, they are so quick to compare, but they're not quick to count the cost. Like you said. For real. <laughs> we, I want to be like Maki. Hey, 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 hey. You don't know what Maki went through. <laughs> you, don't, <laughs> you don't know the pruning that she had to go through to have the food in her life. So don't. <laughs> don't. Tears have been shed. <laughs> you know? So yeah. yeah, there's probably season that, you know, you doubt yourself. Like, God, are you really calling me? Are you really talking to me? But now they see the end product of the sacrifice you made and they had the audacity to compare their light to yours. Like, man, well, Maki's doing this. I want to do this. Like, Hey, Hey, I don't mm -hmm. do that. <laughs> right. Right. And you're like, what? And I, sometimes you're like, man, if they only knew, you know what I'm saying? Um, so yeah, I, yeah. Just don't, don't be so quick to assume and jump into a conclusion out of an insecurity. Just pause. And then see, well, what, what kind of light is inside of me? And also question, well, what's inside of me that I don't think is capable enough? And I've seen my, I see myself dim, but God is just waiting to be like, you ain't, just come with me. Let me show you who you really are. You know? So. Yeah, that's so good. And to go back mm -hmm. to your original answer, just don't do it. Well, <laughs> if you're so focused on what God has given you and you just mm -hmm. focus on the square he's giving you, you just focus on the light he's giving you. You won't have the energy or the time to start comparing. But what happens is when we get on our phone and keep scrolling, like, oh, that light or this light and that light, we just scrolling instead of focusing our own light. That's when comparison is sneaking, like, oh, yeah, you see that person over there is doing that. See that person. Now we start to mm -hmm. harbor bitterness in our heart mm -hmm. because that light is supposedly shining brighter mm -hmm. than my light. Mm -hmm. But the light that shines the brightest is the light that obeys God. If mm -hmm. I obey God, if Maki's obeying God, our light is shining the same. Just because mm -hmm. it might seem like Maki might have more impact or more influence than I do doesn't mean anything. 
is all we all in the audience of one. If God says, "Well done, good and faithful servant," our lights shine the same amount. Period. Period. And you don't want jealousy and envy to start creeping in either, because that will poison. That's when you're saying like pouring from a broken place and starts contaminating things. And we can think, well, this person did that. This person did. Oh, I, I know somebody like that. But look at you first. Look and, and be honest with God. God, I feel God. I'm, I'm comparing God. I feel this. But that's a humble heart. That's a heart that says, hey, God, remove this from me. I don't want to feel this way. You know, show me me. Change, change me. Change me. Someone once said prayer. Prayer is not about changing somebody else. Prayer is about changing you. It's about changing you. So change me, God. Uh, what, what, where is this insecurity coming from? What, what is the root of this comparison? What is the root of this bitterness? What is the root of, like, show me. And another thing, not everything that shines is light. Like, well, my mom used to say, I don't know if your mom said, my mom said, not everything that glitter is gold. Is gold. Yes. <laughs> Exactly, exactly that. It's like, man, what are they doing this, this, and that? You don't know. You don't know. What did the Lord say to Samuel? Look at the heart. Look at the heart. So, look at the heart. That's it. Man, this conversation, I don't believe we're about to be at our, at our last question. This conversation has been so good. That's crazy. So, anything you want to add before we go to the last question? No, this is pretty solid. It's good. Okay. It's good. It's good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's dropping it. She, she's so humble about it. She's just dropping little nuggets here. She's dropping nuggets all over the place. It's flowing. So my last question to you is, why they heard, they heard our answers. They heard our conversation. Last question is, why is it so important to be the light for this world? To be light in this world. Ooh, why is it so important? I pause because there is so much darkness too. And it's, it's not, it's not letting down. It's not letting up. It's, it's like darkness is like, we here. Why is it important to, to be light? Cause we got to put up a fight. We got to fight because people don't be knowing who they are because there's a lot of, See, I, I work with a lot of trauma and crisis, right? And I, I say this over and over and over again is all people want is to be seen and loved. From the guy who, who killed that homie to the person who, to the mom that's suffering because her 14-year-old got shot and killed and now she has to go to the wake and bury him to the person that is out there and they don't know who they are and like they heck are confused about everything and everyone and they're probably like, I, I don't even... I don't even know what to do with my life to the, to the other believer who may be like having a mental breakdown and people don't know nothing because they got to keep showing up. They got to keep showing up and they show up. But inside is just like, I'm, I don't know. I don't know what's going on with me. Like, so why is it important? Because people need to be seen and love. They need to feel the love of God. We were created from the love of God. So we need to feel the love of God and we need to be filled by the love of God. It's law, you know, it's, it's a commandment. So I don't negotiate about light. 
I'm about to negotiate with other things. Like we needed Ness. I would say like now, like we have people die every day. As long as you're breathing, like when we were saying, like, as long as you can do like this, that's an opportunity to, to share love, to get deep with the Lord. And even if, if you don't know God, man, just like get love, like get to know him, you know, get to, and you don't have to be religious and all these, no, just get to know him too. But just love, genuine love, kind love, honest love, radical love, violent love, which I don't mean like violent, abusive love. I mean like violent love as in like the Lord went to the cross, you know, that was like violent against darkness. You know what I mean? That's what I mean about violent love. Like I'm about to go hard. And sometimes going hard means I'm about to be still and rest. You know, that's going hard too because the enemy sometimes wants to wear you out or I'm just wearing myself out, period. It ain't even the enemy. I'm just wearing my own self out, you know, but we need it because there are so many that need the love of Jesus. Love without judgment, without shame, without criticism, love. Love God, love others as you love you. So get to know you too. Be real with yourself. Be real and understanding that it'll look different ways. So it's needed. So your question was why? All hell is breaking loose, man. <laughs> and we gotta be adamant. We gotta be adamant about love. Yeah. Yeah. That is so good. That's that's where we're going to end it. Oh, any last mm -hmm. encouragement or advice to anyone listening or watching this? Um, man, if you're about to throw in the towel, that's me. That means like breakthroughs around the corner. Don't throw in the towel. Don't throw in the towel. You are loved. You are seen. <sighs> Just know that you know you're breathing. You're loved and seen and, and just be adamant about that. Be adamant about, about love and truth. Be adamant and uh, don't shrink back for nothing or nobody. Stay in your lane, stay focused. And, um, I guess the last thing is if you need help. See, see the help that you need, you know, reach out, reach out. It's time. Time is moving fast. Don't procrastinate on yourself. It's time. It's time. So yeah, that would be, I don't know. I think I said like 10 things, but that would be it. <laughs> that would be it. Pretty sure you said three, but okay. Oh, okay. Okay. It felt, like, it felt like 10. I was like, I think I said like 10 things. Oh, <laughs> uh, this is great. Um, yeah. I, I love the last thing you said. I, well, I pretty much love this whole conversation. Um, you said don't procrastinate on yourself. Mm. You don't know how powerful that word is right there, Maki, but man, that word right there is so powerful. Don't procrastinate on yourself. Because mm. people delay on getting help. People delay on starting that that the vision that God has given them. People delay of just going to therapy or going to try to get healing from that abusive relationship, abusive um, mm -hmm. background they had. And they keep procrastinating, mm -hmm. but your word was mm -hmm. so powerful. Stop procrastinating on yourself. Right. Stop procrastinating on yourself because you're worth it. Like 
and people just knew you the way God made you, get out of here. You're fired. You know? Yeah. So, so good. Mm, yeah. I'm like, I'm like, I felt that. <laughs> I felt it. <laughs> yeah, I was like, dang. <laughs> Thank you, Dude, God. The Holy Spirit is in this place, <laughs> Maki. <laughs> I'm like, okay. Mm-hmm. Man, Any, anything else? <laughs> anything else? Mm-mm. No, no, <laughs> nope. Well, Maki, thank you for coming on and sharing the importance of being the light in yeah. our world. But before we end episode 56 of Saturday Conversations, we want to get to know you a little better through a game called This or That. And our pre show, okay. you said this was your favorite part of the of the whole conversation. I was so, like, I can't wait to see what he was about to ask. I'm like, dang, okay, shoot. <laughs> <laughs> so whenever you're ready, let me know. I'm ready. Go ahead. Go ahead. All right. So out of the two Bible characters, who would you pick? Moses or Elijah? Elijah. Okay. That's my boy. Or- oranges or bananas? Dang. Oranges. I like citrus mm-hmm. fruits. Mm-hmm. Okay. So you like grapefruit also? Ooh, yeah. I can eat one every day. Okay. Um, <laughs> <laughs> wow. That's judgment. <laughs> We discuss afterwards. Uh, <laughs> so say you you had a long day at work. Mm-hmm. What, what would you rather do? Nap or read a book? Neither. <laughs> nap if or read a book. Pick, if you had, if to, I had pick. to pick one, nap. I mean, I should read a book because I have 20 books that I haven't read. But I would I would nap. I, I actually would nap more than read a book. So yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Are you an early bird or a night owl? Mm, it varies. Sometimes I'm an early bird. Sometimes I'm a night owl. If you didn't have to get up early for work, would you be a mm, night owl? Or night early owl. Bird? Night owl. Be a night owl. Okay. Yeah. So next vacation, you know, you're traveling the world. Would you rather go to a place that has, that has mountains or you rather go to a place that has a beach? Beach. Beach. Yes. All right. Okay. Okay. I got four yes. out of the five. Four out of the five. So okay. Okay. I know you kind of. Okay. We should still hang out. Don't get me wrong. We should still hang out. <laughs> um, so the one I got wrong was I thought you picked mountains, but you picked beach. I, I used to pick mountains. But then, like, the beach and the sun and, like, the heat. After being in Chicago, I'm like, I need the beach. Like, favorite, favorite, you just look at yourself and you're like, damn, there's a whole nother. This is pasty. Like, I need the beach. <laughs> you know? <laughs> so. Like, man, I'm pasty and I'm probably low on vitamin D. I got <laughs> Right. I need, I need sunlight. I need happiness. So <laughs> I still love I no no hate, no hate. I just yeah. After after Chicago winter, definitely picked the, the beach. That Makes sense. Perfect. Yeah. Makes a lot of sense. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> so mm-hmm. Maki, I ask everyone who's come on Saturday conversations to end this up with prayer. So do you mind praying for us? Not at all. Not at all. And also just before we pray, just thank you for this. I'm I'm just always very humbled by opportunities like this so it's just um they make me nervous but they also are um, just very humbling so thank you for giving the space to have this conversation i truly appreciate it brother 
Uh, no problem. Thank you yeah. for coming on. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, let's pray. Oh, man. Heavenly Father, thank you for tonight, God. Thank you because you had already um, designed this conversation, God. And thank you because today was really just a moment to hmm, just sit down and reflect on, on light. Um, and in all of that, Lord, the, the last hour that we just had, when we sit down and reflect on light, we reflect on you, actually. You are the source of light. You are the source of love. You are the Alpha and Omega, how the word says. And so, God, thank you because you are our Alpha. You are our source. You are our creator. And thank you, God, for this conversation, too, because in this, we don't know what this might do, Lord, but we know that that hopefully as people listen to, to what was said, that there is a break of dawn. Yeah, that there's a break of dawn in every heart. And we declare that right now, Lord, that there's a break of dawn in every single heart that has been going through 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 the cave moments, through the dark moments, who um, hearts that they don't know what's going on and everything just feels confusing or they don't know how they're going to get out of situation or maybe they've been sleeping on themselves or like procrastinating on themselves or like any heart that is in a moment that needs breakthrough. And I know that that's for a lot of people. Father, we pray right now in the name of Jesus that your light breaks through every single darkness so then our true identity can break through as well and shine the way that you designed it to shine, the way you called it to shine. Because when you made us individually, Lord, you broke the mold. There's only one us, God, because we come from you, God. And so instead of looking at what the other person is doing and comparing that we actually come and can work together in unity and also with the beauty of the differences as well, Lord. And God just, yeah, yeah, we just pray for that, for, for just divine, a divine design to start shining through because this world needs it and the time is now. It's so obvious. It's so, so obvious, Lord. Lord, bless every single person, bless Edward and, and this podcast, this platform that you have given him as well, Lord. And, and Father, just thank you for every opportunity where, <laughs> like that diamond, when the light hits, it just reflects it back to you, period, point blank. It was wisdom, that, that versatile versatility, actually, and how that light needs to shine, the wisdom, the strategy, the revelation, the knowledge, the discernment, the understanding, God. And most importantly, the love and the truth that needs to carry that force of light. Thank you, Holy Spirit, for being the force in us. We love you, Jesus. We praise you. We worship you. And thank you for being our one and true love. We love you in your mighty and matchless name. We pray. Amen. and Amen. Amen. So amen. let me pray for you and then we end the conversation. Um, Heavenly Father, I thank you over your daughter's life. I thank you how you're using her to transform lives. I thank you for how you're using her to restore communities. So Heavenly Father, I ask you, Lord, that you give her strength, the calling that you place in her life, Lord, allow, allow it to come to fruition. I pray, I put a hedge of protection around her. Everything she does, Lord, let it be protected. Let it be covered by your blood, Jesus. I pray mm -hmm. for her family, 
that you continue to bless them in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. I pray that the anointing that you place on your daughter, that it will um, shine and uh, shine bright to everyone who sees her in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. The work you have given her to, to proceed with, I pray that you will be with her and guide her and protect her. I pray when she's feeling down and she wants to put her head down, I pray that you be the lifter of her head in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. I pray that you continue to provide for her. I pray that you continue to protect her. I pray that goodness and mercy shall follow her all the days of her lives in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. I pray that she will continue to dwell in your presence in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. I pray that when she's in your presence, that she will experience joy, that she will experience mm. peace, that she will experience freedom in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. I thank you for what the work you're doing in her life. I thank you for the work you've done in her life. And I thank you for the work you're going to do in her life. I thank you because I know that the calling on her life is so great that many people will see and they won't give her the glory. They will give you the glory. So I thank mm. you for that right now. I give you the honor. I give the glory. I give the praise. I say, blessed be your beautiful name. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. Amen. 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 Thank you. Tamaki, so, thank you for coming on and thank y'all yes. for watching episode 56 of Saturday Conversation. Maki, yes. where can people find you? Uh, so I was just telling Ed that I deactivated my IG. So for now, we just have Facebook going. Shout out to all the aunties and family members that still, you know, because <laughs> <laughs> they be on that thing for real. So you can find me on, for now, on Facebook, uh, Maki Camacho. That's where you can find me. Sounds like a plan. I'll put her um, information in the description box below. Once again, thank you, Maki, for taking time out of your busy schedule. I'm so mm -hmm. grateful to know you. I'm so glad to have you as a sister in Christ. Uh, I'm excited for what God is doing. I'm, I'm so glad for what God has done. And I'm so expectant yeah. for what God is going to do in your life. And let me just tell you right now, Maki, that the best mm -hmm. is yet to come in your life in Jesus' mighty Amen. name. So Ooh. everyone, join the conversation in the comment section below. Tell us what part of the conversation stood out to you. Don't forget to subscribe and hit the notification bell if you're watching on YouTube. Mm -hmm. And if you listen on Spotify or Apple Podcasts, follow hit the notification bell and give us five stars because you know this conversation was worth 10 stars, but our limit is five stars. So it new conversations funny. come out every Saturday at 6 p.m. Central Standard Time. If you have any prayer requests, put in the comment section below. We love you. God bless you. And I'll see you next time. Peace.